I'm really hungry. Sherlock. When are you not hungry? Um, I wasn't hungry when I woke up this morning. <laughs> oh, that's a lie. I mean, how do you know though? You don't know for sure. I wasn't hungry. I woke up next to his mom, so I know. I would. I don't. I don't wake. I don't. I'm like you. I don't sleep with my mom. So <laughs> I didn't wake up next to her, so you still wouldn't be able to know. All right. Well, that's a good intro into the match review. LA Galaxy nil, Orlando City one. We walked into LA uh, with zero points on our two-game away trip, and we came out with three. That was a a match that statistically we shouldn't have won, but we came out with the three points. Yeah, definitely uh, not a match that if you just looked at the statistics and no scoreline, you thought we would have walked away with. Um, 63% possession to 37. You know, we were looking at the accurate passes, 507 to 286. But scoreline uh, prevails here. We walk away with the three points, man. I can't be, I'm not upset at that at all. I think it was possibly one of the better tactical performances we've seen from our coaching staff and just the boys in general. Usually we'll, well, we can, we're going gosh, English is hard. We're going to talk about the lineup uh, in a little bit, but I think we kind of see some good tactics that we didn't really expect, but we got them. How? Like, what what aspect of the game do you feel like was nailed down for? Defensively, we were solid. We sat back. We got the goal. We got what we needed, and then yeah. we sat back and played defensively solid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I kind of also feel, I mean, this is this is how the game of football is, you know. You get lucky. You know, there's some days where you get lucky. There's some days you don't. I, I think we got lucky. Um, I think we were good defensively. I'm not taking away from that. But I mean, we're talking about 20 total shots here. The fact that none of those ended up in, in the back of the net that that takes a little bit of luck. I mean, oh, you got they, 10 shots off target. They just couldn't finish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course. I, I'm saying like, they they took a lot of. They created a lot of chances. I'm talking about Galaxy, obviously. Created a lot of chances. They got really close to a goal in multiple occasions. They just couldn't finish. And honestly, I, I mean, it it's just how football is. It's kind of cruel. You know, we had one chance. We put it in the back of the net. One big chance, of course, is what I mean. Put it in the back of the net, and uh, we got away with three points. Yeah, I mean, they couldn't finish. We do see the ten shots off off target, but it's split perfectly down the middle between saves and block shots and the shots off target. It's 10 and 10. So at the same time, defensively, we put in a good performance. You know, Pedro made the saves we needed him to make. Our, our defenders were in the spots that they needed to be. So like like Zach said, I think tactically uh, Poppy nailed this one. He knew that he was going to have to go out there and sit, bend, but don't break. And that's exactly what the boys did. And we got we got a lucky goal. I agree. I don't think that uh, Galaxy is caught out of position like that very often, but we we found it and we exploited it. So That's, if you saw the three points post that I posted uh, the day before the match, I said that the Galaxy or the sorry English is very hard again. Uh, the Galaxy's defense can be caught out sometimes. You saw that against the Sounders in that three to two loss, but yeah. before that they had kept two clean sheets and one one nil. So if there was a chance to exploit it, it's them coming off of it. A game where they had gotten exploited, we could see what happens. Uh, Carr gets that little cross into Torres, and Facundo gets his first goal. Yeah. Carr gets his first goal contribution uh, in purple, and Facundo gets his first, hopefully, of many. I mean, Facundo with goal contributions in the past two matches, yep. so I'm very glad to see him.
contributing, yeah. you know, getting in on the attack. He looked he looked good. He really I'm, did. I'm, I'm impressed with all our young players and our new signings, I'm not going to lie, you know. Yeah, he's, he's come into his own, which is what we want to see and expect it, uh, frankly, from, from Facundo. I, I mean, the pass from Clara was just... It was Amazing. put on a platter. Yeah, it was. It Not was, even a silver platter, a golden platter. Yeah, it was put a golden platter. All he had to do was just put his head to it and and put it in the back of the net, which he did. And like I'm saying, I mean, I think our goal was good. I don't think we got lucky in the goal per se. Obviously, they got caught, you know, just out of position, and that's just how the game works, especially when you're sitting back. You know, you tend to get those chances where you can catch the opposing team out of position, and we just. We had our chance. We put it in. They had their chances. They did it, and we won the match. But I think if you replay this match exactly the same way, I I don't. <laughs> I think the scoreline looks a little bit differently. Very well could. Honest. Yeah. Very well could. I was sitting next to you watching the match, and I was sitting here next to you again. But you haven't said anything. I mean, I was just letting the conversation flow. But uh, I mean, we played very well when our when they were attacking. We, our defense didn't let them get into, like they were in positions to have a shot on goal, but it wasn't, it wasn't like a goal scoring opportunity every time. As you can see, they only had three on target. Yeah. The rest were either blocked or off target. So, I think we saw I saw one time where they had like a really good opportunity where they caught Antonio Carlos out of position on a through ball, but immediately got back into position, won the ball back, and then we just built from the back right there. So. Like you said, our defenders were in in solid positions, man. We our defense looked good. Carlos, man in the match for me. Just, him and Pedro. That guy, him man. and Pedro. Yeah. Yeah, you can't really knock either of them in this game. Not really at all. You had on a foot mob. You had Antonio Carlos with a seven point eight and Galese with a seven point eight. Galese got man of the match, but both with the same rating, so can't fault either of them. Yeah, I mean everybody in the green except for Moen, Huan, and Huan with the cards, so that's what brought him down. So, yeah. I mean, overall, it was a really good team performance. Even though Moen is 6.9, nice, just I mean, point one point out of it. As an attacking midfielder, you're seeing the ball a lot more, so it's, yeah. you know, straight passes and stuff like that do happen. Yeah, 26 out of 34 accurate passes, two key passes, 48 touches. I didn't watch Mo and think, wow, he's awful. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't watch yeah. it and think he needs to... Some somebody needs to do something about him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was not upset. He just he passes the ball back a lot. We did notice that. Yeah. It's been but. his it's been his theme since he's been at the club. He hasn't really like, truthfully, last year who was our creative playmaker? Nani, yeah. right? Nani was what drove our attack to, you know, and created stuff for us. So I I just I'm not surprised to see that from him. You know. Yeah, it's. I mean, you you want to see it change, obviously, because we need something, somebody to do something going forward. But in, in this game, though, the only like long ball or through through ball that you're going to be looking for is on the counter, mm-hmm. and we didn't really have that many counters. We sat yeah. back a lot and defended a lot, and usually you see a team come out and counter a decent amount, but we really didn't have that many opportunities to boom. Our, goal. our two big chances came on counters. I mean, the first goal we saw the last second of it because you know. Or they can't yeah, record right. anything, right? But anyway, and our second counter, uh, I think Urso played it into Araujo, and mm-hmm. he had a. It would have been a shot on goal, but the defender came 
literally out of nowhere and just... Was that the one right on top of the 18? Yeah. Right on top of the No, like, he was in the box. But yeah, oh, it was a breakaway. Yeah, it was a Rajo. I know the one that you're talking about, uh, and yeah. That last, was... Last second, second intervention that yes. put it over the bar. I think this, this is the one that I was talking about. Car shot that literally got blocked. Yeah. Right there, that's put... Yeah. I think that was actually... That was actually a decent chance that we had. Except because there was someone else running on the right side. And he could have laid it off to him, but he chose to try to take it himself. And the defender had a nice block. I saw it. The, uh, the build-up in that was really good, too. In, yeah. in that, um, like we said, we, so we see Mo passing backwards a lot of the times. But in that build-up, you see him making the smart layoff pass to Facundo. Or I, I think he may have even been Sabos that was making the overlapping run there. Mm. And, you know, I was just like one of those things where it's like, you see, this is when I'm not upset. What are you laughing at? I, I don't know. I don't know. No. I just looked over and he was laughing, so that made me laugh. Huh. Heard. Yeah. Um, so I have, a, I, have a, I have a question for you guys. No. Do you guys think LA Galaxy played a bad match? N- no, they just couldn't finish. They just couldn't finish? Yeah, yeah. You could yeah. say they got lucky, maybe. I think, what was it? Uh, 13 shots inside the box. Seven blocked. They literally, like, there was a few chances that Kevin Cabral had. Chicharito yeah. had a few chances. That that is not like the Chicharito, Chicharito that we the Mexican yeah. leading scorer. So, so let me ask this, right? If if we look a week before this match was played, right? Mm-hmm. We see that we have a similar stat line that's flipped. Essentially, we had possession. We had 14 shots inside the box against Cincinnati, and we lost one, two to one. Why do you think you you can look at LA Galaxy and say, oh, they didn't play a bad match, they just couldn't finish? But then you look at our match against Cincinnati, and you can sit there and say, we played a horrible match. You know, the, the, the stat lines are very similar; they're just flipped. And here's here's what I like about this, right? Is that we know our opponents, and we know what we have to do against them. We know we're not going to go to to we're not going to go to L.A. against the Galaxy, and we know we're not going to keep 70% possession. We can't do that. We know that their midfield is is way – their midfield, their attack is is probably better than, than ours is when it comes down to it. And we know we're not going to do that. And so we were able to kind of sit back, hold strong, not let them in. Obviously, they had a lot of chances they didn't take um, – that they didn't put away, but we still did a good job within our game plan of sitting back and just letting them do their thing and not letting them in. But then we play against Cincinnati, and we see a team that can keep possession, can move the ball around, has way more passes deep than the opposition, can create double the chances, has double short shots on, uh, like shots on target than the opposition. So I, I like the fact that our team can be diverse and it can be what it needs depending on the team that we're playing. I, that's a, that's a good characteristic to see in a team. I would say. I was gonna say it's nice to actually see tactics in the MLS because sometimes it's just fifty fifty split. Teams go at it, blah blah yeah. blah. And you just see this unpredictable match, but now you're actually seeing the quality to be able to sit back, defend, or hold the whole possession like LA did. Yeah. Yeah, so getting back to your original question. Yeah, I know I got off. a little wordy there. It's all good, mm-hmm. dude. Um, why I think that we can sit back and look at our game against Cincinnati and be more frustrated about that and say it wasn't a good performance is because, yes, Cincinnati. 
one, it's Cincinnati. Two, you yes, we did have a whole bunch of shots and stuff like that, but we only had two big chances in that match. You know what I mean? We really only had two true big chances. We only had 499 passes, you know, 312 of them were in the opposition, whereas we're looking at more like 500 that LA had in our our half. So it's, I'm yeah, saying it, the, the way that we lost that game is a lot worse, in my opinion, than, like we said, Galaxy finds the net on one of those chances where it's not blocked, two two of those chances where it's not blocked, whereas and against Cincinnati, I didn't feel that we were convincingly the better team that entire game, you know what I mean? But, I don't know. I get. I guess I can kind of sit here and disagree because it, it, to me, look, I, I wasn't at the match. Mm-hmm. I watched it. I did watch the whole thing at home. And we, we didn't, I just feel like the post match match reactions from from some of us were just very very pessimistic. I get that it's Cincinnati, but let's be honest here. The the level of play in the MLS, it's not there's not that huge difference from the best team to the worst quote unquote worst team Agreed. in the league. So except for we're not we're not close. Games. You don't what? and they hadn't they hadn't won a match since oh I put it in the outline. I forget what it was. But it was some long, long time ago. And they hadn't scored in 14 matches, you know what I mean? Like, that's that to me, that's a drastic difference. This is what I remember. Their last two wins came against Toronto last year, and Toronto was worse than Cincinnati last year. Those are the only two teams they had beat. That was their first win. Now, who knows how Anyway, like you were saying, you weren't at the game, so I want to hear what you were saying that you were observing. Well, I, I mean... I get that it's frustrating losing against Cincinnati, especially mm-hmm. because of who they are, their history of not winning games, which actually might be a reason why they came and won this one. You know what I mean? Like, they were due for it. I could sit here and say that. Um, obviously, statistically, it, it, it holds no no actual truth behind that. But I'm just saying, like, when you actually sit down and watch the game, forget who we're playing against, we weren't horrible, you know. We, I, I don't think we were. I don't think, I don't think the, we were horrible. I don't think the stats reflect that we were horrible. We had a lot of good chances that were saved by the keeper. Some of them even freak, freakishly, like, like the car header for the Pets. I mean, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. we're talking about like saves that if we replayed that, that guy doesn't get there. I mean, we're, it's like. I understand that it's frustrating because of who the team we are, but I don't. I, I feel like we were maybe overreacting, like right after, um, right after the match happened. We had a lot of good chances. We moved the ball around the game. We we managed most of the game, and we got we got caught in in those two chances in in breakaways, which is what happens. You know, we saw it, us do it against Galaxy, and it's what Cincinnati did to us. And it's like, well, yeah, but there's this. Sorry, like you said. <laughs> The difference in quality isn't really like massive, but it's still like they had. I finally found it. They hadn't won since June 26th of last year, so almost nine months of no wins. So they were due for it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but how like how do you let Cincinnati come into Orlando, possibly, in a stadium that has a lot of fiery fans inside of it? I'd say it's one of the harder places to play when you have the wall yelling. Yeah. But, so how do you let them come in and get that win? Like in the what was it, 
third, fourth game of the season, third game? Yeah, yeah. I mean, here's what I will say, and I will criticize, like, you got to win against teams like this. I, the I totally agree with that. Yeah. I totally agree that whenever you play teams like Cincinnati, you have to get away with three points because there's so many other good teams out there that we're going to have to sweat and fight really hard to beat that whenever you have a team like Cincinnati, you've got to win. And it's very frustrating to lose against a team that hasn't won a game in nine months. But at the same time, when I'm when I'm when I'm watching this game and when I see the stats after it, I'm not sitting here saying, "Oh, we just had a horrendous performance that we can't get over, and we just looked horribly." I can't sit here and say that because I don't think we did. I understand it's frustrating. We should win against teams like this, but. I, I just, I don't know, I can't sit here and say, oh, we were just horrendous, you know. So, like, in the MLS, if a team's going to come on a way trip, they're going to want to sit back and just get a goal and just absorb as much pressure as they can. And I feel like no matter wh- who's playing, if a team's going to come back and sit and just defend the whole game, then it's going to be hard to score on them. And if we can't break them down or whatever, I just, I don't know. Uh, you got, oh, sorry. You no, no you're, you're good. I was just looking at that. I was going to say, I pulled up the heat map of where our players were against Cincinnati in their game, and I don't know how we got so back into the Cincinnati match, but here we are. It, it is almost all red in between the, the half line and their 18. Our players were sitting there so much, and you can even see in the box that we were just in their half so much. It's like, how can you not create more quality chances against the team? Yeah, they're sitting back, but like it's again, it's Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, and and I and I and I agree with that. Like you, you've got to create more chances. We did create a number of chances. We were unlucky in some of them, but then also I think that brings the element of like you've got a pretty much a whole new attack that is trying to play together, trying to get acclimated to each other. And that's going to take, that's going to take some time. You know, it's not going to happen magically, unfortunately. Um, and uh, it's going to take some patience, but yeah, I mean, I applaud to I didn't mean to bring us all completely back into the Cincinnati match just because I wasn't here for the last podcast, but I was just curious on what your thoughts were in terms of, you know, when we look at both of these matches, it really just feels like the stats are the same. They're just flipped. And we can't honestly sit here, and I don't think anyone would sit here and say that Galaxy played a horrendous game, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and get this out there because I, in our group, am the biggest critic of our club a lot of the time. I, I, I'm the first to say things about things and sometimes they pan out sometimes they don't but I am the biggest I would say in this group of this club and I get what you're saying but to me what's frustrating about that game and we we bounced back and we we played well against Galaxy so I'm not upset about it anymore the thing that frustrated me the most was the lack of interest that we saw from people on the pitch to get back and defend to move around off the ball, to try to create things, to try to link up and stuff like that. Like, yes, we did have our chances. We got a little unlucky that some of them didn't find the net. 
but on those counter opportunities, we don't see Patso tra- tracking back. He was probably, like Dave said in the last podcast, the most uninterested player on the pitch if he didn't have the ball at his feet. So that, to me, was why I was so frustrated. And what, I even have people at work calling me out about it, saying, dude, you're ripping to the team too hard. I'm like, no, because everybody takes me too literally. When I say something, I mean something by the definition. There is no, no reading behind it. Like, when I called Facundo a, a liability early in the season, I mean, the way he played, he was out of position. We could get caught out of position. Goals are going to happen. To me, that's a liability, right? If something leaves you open, that means you're liable. That doesn't mean I hate Facundo. I want him out of the club. He should never be here. We shouldn't have paid, you know. That when I say something, I mean exactly what I'm saying. So when I say I'm disappointed in the effort and the defensive effort in the team, that's what I mean type of deal. So I just want to go ahead and get that out there because I actually, you know who you are. Come at me again. <laughs> okay, let's throw it in our fans. That's a good way to start it off. Okay. I mean, I'm going to see him tomorrow morning at work anyway, so. All right. Here you go. All righty. One thing. Back to the Cincinnati match. All right. Because back to it. Before we, before we move I apologize. Before we actually go into the podcast that we're recording, our midfield had 243 touches in a game where we held 70% possession, and we had seven. I think it was 799 total touches. 799 total touches. Yeah. Our three starting midfielders only had what did I say? Two, 243 touches. Yeah. Yeah. That can't happen. You cannot have your three key players in the midfield and Mo, uh, who was it, Rajo and Urso. Own having mm, what what is that right around thirty percent thirty five percent of your touches? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Those are those are rookie numbers. They got to pump those up. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get it together, That's, my boy. Yeah. <laughs> and even, in games before that, it was even worse. The Chicago game and the Montreal game. I think they only had. I'm trying to remember, I put it on the uh, the what went wrong post, and it was like one thirty three and like one sixty something. So when your midfield's only getting that amount of touches, you you have a bigger problem. But we've started to see a little bit more. Yeah, I was going to say, so speaking on the, how bad our midfield was against Cincinnati to how much better we looked against L.A., I would have to say. I mean, Sabos comes back into the team, and, man, I feel like we look so much more midfield composed. Changed. So much more composed, so much more on the same page. I feel like we hadn't seen everybody on the same page before this match, and there was a couple of times today where it was like, things are going well for us. Yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to pull up the... Uh, the heat maps real quick. So oh, I'm on the wrong side. This is say? against... Um, this is LA. LA, okay. So our midfielders, we'll say, our actual midfielders were Savos, Araujo, Urso, Urso dropped in a little bit, and, and Mo. So the four midfielders, 197 touches. Which, I mean, you don't have a lot of possession, so it's kind of yeah, expected yeah. out of 525 total touches. So That's you're getting, still not good. Well, it's right around still that 35% mark. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah it's I mean, still it's, not great. it's the same percentage. So yeah. It's still not good. I. It's just the composure is what I think I liked more, as is, is we seemed to be yeah, more compact. Because we, we, correct me if I'm wrong, but we played with two... Two defensive, two defensive mids. mids, right? In Araujo and Mendes. Yeah. So what we what we got from them is what we expected from them. Mm-hmm. My question is now, we got a number ten in Pereira, who whose job is supposed to facilitate the transition between our defense and our attack. Yeah. But we can see clearly that that's not happening. 
So, my question would be then, is Pereira our weakest link? Yeah. I mean, it's a tough question because the guy had his moment, I feel like, two years ago he had the best season he's had with us. But, like, just being frank, right now, what we saw from him last season, what we're seeing now, his his production has gone, it's gone down. And is is he... Wait, so last season, 30 appearances, one goal, eight assists. Season before that, three goals, five assists. First season, zero goals, three assists. So, really, yeah. He's not being as productive as you would want, especially in the assists. You're getting yeah. eight as your best as as a DP signing at, at, in the cam role. In four who, years, yeah. And he's but he's like our first choice cam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, and the amount of let's see, how many minutes did this man have in 2021? He had uh, 2,000 so 2,157 minutes. I'm not even gonna do the math. So someone else talks, so I can do this math really quick. Oh, I, I was gonna do All it. Right. So, I mean, I think yeah, it's definitely well, tough to see. Number out. Two thousand one hundred fifty-seven minutes. Two thousand one hundred and fifty-seven. And he had eight assists. Eight assists. Because he's our DP signing, right? That's two hundred and sixty-nine. Very nice. Uh, <laughs> minutes. So let's say per assist. Let's say two hundred and seventy minutes. So uh, that is an assist every three games. That's yeah, not good three. enough. That's not good enough. DP oh, for, for, for a number one option. Yeah, I was going to say, not even a DP number 10, just a, a number one number, like mm-hmm. you're starting yeah. number 10 in general. Yeah. That's not good enough. I mean, and I hope he can step it up, but... Yeah, of course, I mean... I don't I don't even... I've, I've said it before, but I don't even really think that him being in our squad is truly our best squad, you know what I mean? I feel like leaving him out and giving us the combo of Araujo, Mendes, and Urso is the best combination we could have. Uh, this is a little awkward conversation for me because I had him as the MVP uh, preseason. I yeah. Uh, so I, I was hoping this man could ramp yeah. his production up. So and he far, got assists, yeah. But I, like you don't, you don't see the distribution that you want out of your game, even if it's. <laughs> he, he's got an assist in four matches, and he's right on track. He's, <laughs> we're, we're right there, baby. He's right, yeah, he's right there for. For um, eight and thirty again, but I mean, even if it's sorry, go ahead. He'll make a pass every once in a while that just leaves you speechless. You're like, why can't we see this more often? Right. And he'll go three, four games with very little. Even if it's not like, in a, if even if it's not a pass that counts as an assist in the stat sheet, if it's just like a nice through ball to Facundo out wide, then Facundo cuts it in, passes it to Cara, and then Cara shoots. Uh, you're getting the hockey assist, but you're, it's not going down. In the yeah, Sabo it's not going down. It's but even then, you don't really see that much of it from him. Yeah, we rely yeah. on, we play it up with our wingbacks. Mm-hmm. So you see it go to Joao first or go to Ruan. Then we'll have one of our defensive midfielders try, play, try to play it through to Ruan going out wide. So it's like you just kind of skip Mo in that scenario. And even then, he's never in the box for a cross. And you never see a cutback to him at the top of the box for a shot. So it's like we're just skipping out on him right there. Yeah, which is, it, I mean, it's frustrating because it's like, that's your DP signing, so you never want him on the bench because you don't want to be wasting that that spot. Um, but honestly, I mean, we, here's the other thing, is like, nobody in this podcast, like, we don't hate any of the players oh, no, yeah. within our Orlando City team. We want them to do good because they're part of our team and we want our team to do good. But there gets the point where we just have to look out 
the production they're giving and just be honest yeah, you have to with, be with ourselves, be realistic and say, Mo was a good signing. Um, he had He's had some flashes of, 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 of being a good player, but in terms of consistent good production from your everyday number 10, we just we really haven't seen that. If he does not like improve by the summer window, I think we need to, because we he's on a deal where we can buy his contract down to be a Tam player, and we'll open up another DP slot. That's another conversation. Get rid of Tam Gam and well, DPs. Yeah. It's just yeah. yeah. But we can yeah. buy him down. So if he does not improve by the summer window, I would hope we would go out and find I, a, a number he, ten. And personally, in my opinion, no matter what, we should be looking. He's he's getting up there in age. You know what I mean? And yeah, no matter too. no matter what, his production in minutes is going to go down next year too. Like every year, we're going to see a gradual decline. So no matter what, in my opinion, we need to be looking for somebody. Yeah, I mean, we should try to bring Thomas over here, or <laughs> or just do like I've said, play with the three defensive midfielders and play somebody in that false nine role that I'm, wants to I'd roll around. I'd love to see Facundo at camp. Yeah, I would love to see Facundo, not necessarily like officially at the camp decision. But I would love for him to have that liberty to, to roam around and him or Patzo. I out. feel like Patzo would be also do well as a false nine, dropping into those spaces yeah. that we need. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. and Cara. Cara can hold the ball up, turn, and find a pass. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But but when you have a man of his size, you want that guy in the box yeah, exactly. as much as possible. But he plays a pass out wide, turns, and makes the run into the box. And yeah. Or you have Facundo taking that pass, and Kara's on the run right there. You're playing is him he fast. Is he fast enough to... Kara? I, I mean, he beat the guy to the ball to, to get the cross in, so you tell yeah, me. Yeah. He, had, he had a better position on him, too, so you tell me. I don't know. We, have to, we actually have to see more of him playing. Yeah, I, I agree. That's true. I agree. That's true. But that's the thing. Four matches into the season, I mean, we've got a lot to, a lot to look forward to with this team. A lot more, like, Acclimating. I'm really happy about mm-hmm. Faku's first goal. Give him the confidence. Try to make this team his. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not not his as in, as in like, oh, I'm the captain now and listen to me or whatever. But just for him to feel comfortable, come into his own, see him do what he's doing. I mean, it's yeah, it's I mean, exciting. I mean, we're pretty early on in the season. so We signed him because Facundo is Facundo and there's nobody else in the world like him. You know exactly. what I mean? So go out there and be yourself. Like, clearly we want to build something around you, my guy. So you do you, and we're going to make it work. Like, because you're yeah. going to find the back of the net. You're going you're gonna to get assists. So that's, that's it, the hope. And it looks like that's happening because a goal and assist in his last two games. So yep. He's uh, it's coming along nicely. I hope we uh, – I want the banger, like I said. I yeah. will, I'm, I'm disappointed that his first goal it's wasn't. It's got to be at home, though. It's got to be at home. Oh, yeah. I'm, 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 that's why I was <laughs> okay with it. Yeah, like into the wall, you know, top bin Freaky. from the. Not into the wall, though. <laughs> Not into the wall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. into the Coming net. to the wall. Yeah. <laughs> breaks through the net. Hits the through the net. Yeah, yeah, he breaks it. I'm yeah. here for it. Bryce said, Bryce he was saying, the, uh, yeah, he could have my phone. And I was like, with your, luck, with your luck, you would launch the phone down there and hit him in the face. <laughs> no, I would never do that. Come on now. Yeah. And. Watch. <laughs> Like we said, like, like we all time ban. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I would drag okay. you out the stadium. I'm sorry. Like, hold no disrespect. Hold up, hold up, no disrespect. Yeah. You're off. Now off people don't think I'm be throwing stuff all game. I've never. No, no, you've never. Yeah, life, right? he's you never done this straight. Okay, okay. Let's give some context in case you guys didn't see it. When Facundo scored, they all got together and they pretended like they were taking a selfie together, right? So 
in our group chat, Bryce texted, oh, it'd be really dope if he does that next to the wall and he actually grabs someone's phone. And then someone suggested, oh, you would love for it to be your phone. And then someone jokingly said that uh, Bryce was going to throw his phone at Facundo to, for that, so that Facundo could take a selfie with it. But then he was just going to accidentally hit him in the face and he was going to get a lifetime ban from Exploria. And that's the condensed version for those of you that have no context. Bryce <laughs> is not accustomed to throwing stuff on the field. No, that's just not something luck. that we do. It would just be um, his luck that the one time he tossed his joke. phone, it would... Be a, a straight laser straight at Fukudo's <laughs> eye. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'd also like to point out that this man said he's never thrown anything in his life, but he also played football. I meant Alex. Okay, we, into the. We know uh, the, we knew what he was saying. No, well, you just had to explain our whole group chat. <laughs> yeah. so, well, well, yeah, because I don't want I, you know, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to shed hey, like man, a bad light it's on OC, him. It's OC fan TV. You know what I mean? We're we're open with you guys. Yeah, That's what it exactly. is. Exactly. I mean, yeah, this just that section of the, of the group chat though. At the same time, yeah. don't cross us. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> just about everybody. Oh uh, man. I mean, anything else that you guys really have that you want to talk about with this match? Yes. Go ahead. I would rather see... Too bad you're done. No. I'd rather see Kyle Smith at right back than Juan. All right, no. Now you're actually nope. done? Uh, no, 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 no. 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 Whoa, Juan is so down. bad at crossing the ball, we're it moving. makes me cry sometimes. But he and also I, has the pace yes. of just Thank about everybody combined. I'd rather have a consistent an defender, a right back, than a guy that might get or will get forward but can't put a ball in That's how to we play, a, though. attacking position. If you watched, well, you did watch the game. I know. Well, you but, saw, so when we moved, when we had the ball, we moved into a three back with Joao, Robin, and Antonio. Then Ruan acted as a right wing back. Then our left wing was Facundo. Yeah, but that's not how we're going to play all the time. We're playing. It pretty much get, is how we play all the time. No, we got two wingers on the field <laughs> okay. most of the time. But With, Ruan gets up, and that winger tucks in. Yeah. Hey, right, can I just say something? What? I was sad that nobody picked up the joke I tried to make about Kyle Smith thriving in the state of California. He's, he's a tax collector. Taxes are high. Ha! Both of you are talking. <laughs> Both of you. Oh, you can man. cut that out, actually. <laughs> no, too bad. We don't do no editing here, boy. You're you're as you heard by as the it. start of last episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. getting clipped on TikTok. Uh, you're going to make fun of That's what it is. Oh, boy. Yeah, okay. Man. Well, wow. um, do not agree with you, because I would rather see Kyle Smith playing for Joao. Yes. I, I'm actually slowly oh, getting on that train. I, I know think, we've been on the Joao train for a while, and I've you've been, been against a, I, it, but I'm slowly getting on that train. I mean, he's just underwhelming. He's not really doing much. Yeah, I, I feel like Kyle could do more. In uh, When we were watching the Galaxy game, I was kind of like, you know what? Joao isn't having an awful game. Next thing he does, tries to do too much, loses the ball. Next thing he does, sticks his, sticks his left foot out in the box, tries to make a tackle, but it's, it's just he stuck his foot out, and the guy gets by. And then there's something else. I'm like... All right, never mind. It's just, but it's That's it's not that it's issue. awful. It's just mediocrity. That's is what right. it is. Yeah, I'm even when it's good, it's just mediocre. And when it's bad, 
It's it's really bad. It's up there with you know Harry Maguire, no one okay. defending. Okay. It's oh. up there. It's up there with Brad Guzan's little whatever the hell. <laughs> whatever that was. Whatever the heck what that mean? was. Mihailovic absolutely broke his ankle. No, he's again. That's the no look defending that we're talking no about. And I think Joao's next on the list to try the skill. You know what I mean? So if he tries that, um, no. I just don't think I'm, he. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get banned from the stadium. I'm sorry. Also, just just think about all that we've paid in hospital bills for Joao Moutinho, and not um, know what happened. Yeah, yeah, not knowing because you know our club isn't really transparent when transparent it comes to any of that stuff. injuries. Um, Hence, Vanderwater. Yeah, we don't know uh, why conversation. he didn't play, but. I think um, we'll do that one on the next one. We can get into a little bit more about like yeah. how we don't know what's going on with Vanderwater and stuff like or that. in general with a lot of our of mm-hmm. our um, guys that get sidelined for whatever reason it is that we we Same don't boss. find out you yeah. know from yeah. the club you know yeah no I mean definitely want to start hearing some answers that's for sure you know? yeah and yeah. trying to figure out how we get those answers is another thing too you know what I mean yeah. Uh, the, we're the new front office. I gotta try, bro. <laughs> gotta try, man. We gotta try. Who needs a loose smoothie? Oh, uh, I do. Well, uh, yeah. yeah, I do. Uh, okay. Please uh, don't leave. Uh, Did you see that? There was do you remember the time before he was in our front office, right? Yeah. There was a <laughs> list that came times. out, or like this. Uh, it's kind of like a, I can't even think of the word, like a questionnaire thing, mm-hmm. and it was all of the front office people in MLS, and it was like who is like the toughest so. to work with, and Muzi was at the top of the list, but. I'm like, he might be tough to work with, but he brought our club to where it is now. Yeah. He's tough so, to work with because he doesn't listen to... Doesn't take no shit. Yeah. He, yeah. yeah. he knows what he wants, and he knows what Oscar wants, and no, he's going to get it. So. Yeah, well, I mean, it was unfortunate that we were not able to be... You know, it wasn't a home game, and we weren't all there in the wall being able to watch the game. But what I want to do give you guys a reminder about is the event that we are holding at Tin Roof, the watch party against sure. Columbus against against Columbus on April 16th. Man, we're putting a lot of work into this. We've got some really exciting things lined up. El Himidor has come out, and they're going to be giving away some merch. We're going to be doing some specials with their stuff. Uh, we got some special guests coming out to do a little halftime breakdown. we got some awesome bands before and after. And there's still more surprises that are yet to be announced to you guys. So you got to stay posted to our Instagrams, our Twitters, the podcast, the YouTube, man. Big things, big things. And we want to see everybody there because we want to make it the wall in away games, man. You know, yep. nobody wants to sit at their house and watch it on, on Tudin. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> why not to go to secondary audio to get English. Why not sit Tudin. in the, why not sit in the, uh, in the green room and watch it on the big screen or yeah. any of the screens that we have? You could be on the patio, you know, whatever. And yeah. With a oh, Plus, if you hand. get hungry at halftime, you could just like walk over to the restaurant, and get yourself some, grab a bite too. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Just walk up to the bartenders and go ahead and uh, order bring you some me food, food. food. There you go. You don't even have to work over to the restaurant. No, I, yeah, we'll. Uh, they, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So that's the other thing. I don't know if I will clarify this now ahead of time. So Tin Roof has their main venue that you all know about, but there is another venue right next to it called the Green Room. Um, and that is where the event is going to be hosted. It's much more open space. It's yeah. going to be TVs are better. The, the lights working out, uh, purple sequence lights and stuff like that that we'll have going on during the games. I mean, like the band that's coming on after they're going to be they're going to be great. So show up early. Band yet? 
Has anybody been announced? Um, the band before we're still working out the details and oh, figuring yeah. oh, out the one after is but uh, Mojo Filter, Filter yeah. yeah Mojo Filter is going to be the um, post match band um, I've seen them a couple times while they're there and they're they're a great group a lot of energy and uh, we just want you guys to show out because this is something that I know I've wanted for a long time is watch parties and we have an opportunity to make this stuff consistent so show out and you know. Tell us. We want to hear from you guys directly. You know, and see you guys in person. And what do you want? What do you want to do? We can try to make stuff happen. What do you want to hear on the podcast? Let exactly. us know on Twitter, on Instagram. Just uh, let us know what you want to hear. You got questions? We can try to answer those. Talk about it. And uh, yeah, for the fans, by the fans. Yeah, man. Stay by the fans for the fans. By fans for fans. Not for fans by fans. Either way, we're still fans, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, stay tuned to our Instagram uh, to see the poll for next episode on what topics you guys would rather hear us talk about and make sure you get your votes out there and we will definitely be discussing that stuff. Great. It was good to see you guys, man. Good to be on the camera again. Hopefully that recorded the whole time. Yeah. Hey, guess we'll We'll find out here in a couple minutes because we've all been stuck here for a couple minutes. (laughs) You'll either see us on YouTube or this will just be on Spotify and Apple Music again. I uh, just got to wait for it to be uploaded either tonight or tomorrow. Well, I guess that doesn't matter for you guys. It'll just be uploaded when it's uploaded. So sucks to be yep. you, but... No? <laughs> sucks to be us that we're still up here recording this, to be honest. Yeah. Hey, I'm not mad. Well, get to sit and talk so- well, I'm not mad, and I'm not mad. saw earlier on... We're just going to find topics here. to keep going, aren't we? No, I'm just going to mention real quick. Oh, no, they leveled, actually. I was just going to say LAFC was down against Vancouver, but yeah. obviously they leveled, and yeah. um, now it's 1-1 in the 35th minute, so never mind. Heard. But, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time.